With billions of streams across all major music platforms and a mantle overflowing with every possible music award, including 2019's Grammy for Best New Artist, Grammy goes to Dua Lipa. It's hard to remember a time when this London-born beauty wasn't dominating the music charts. Like many artists nowadays, this journey from unknown to hitmaker started by posting singing videos to YouTube. But it was when she taught everyone her new rules that she became a bona fide global superstar. One, don't pick up the phone. You know he's only calling because he's drunk and alone. Two, don't let him in. You have to kick him out again. Three, don't be his friend. You know you're gonna wake up in his bed in the morning. And if you're under him, you ain't getting over him. I got no while many artists fear and fail to the pressure of living up to the success of their first album, known in the industry as the sophomore slump, Dua Lipa created what many are hailing as one of the most cohesive pop albums of all time with future nostalgia. A critically acclaimed album that birthed six hit singles, including Levitating. If you wanna run away with me, I know a galaxy and I can take you for a ride. The longest charting Hot 100 Billboard hit ever by a woman, which recently achieved Diamond certification, making Dua the first woman this decade to achieve that honor. And now on the heels of two new Grammy nominations for her summer smash hit Dance the Night off the Barbie soundtrack. Watch me. Our pop princess is back with her new single, Houdini, an infectious dance hit that has already broken her own single day streaming record and is quickly burning up the charts. Reminding us all that if you can toss your worries aside for a moment, throw on a good song and just dance, you might just find a little magic. I'm your host, Tamara Dia, and this is The Spout Podcast, where famous people spout off about more than what they're famous for. And today, that's Dua Lipa. First off, congratulations. You had a heck of a weekend with two Grammy nominations and the release of your new single, Houdini, which just earned you the biggest streaming debut of your career. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm, I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing. I'm just... Uh, I don't know so happy with the response it's just been yeah. it's just been amazing I mean I'm blown away by all the love and support and from all the fans and just it's it's been um a dream couple of days nice and have you had a chance to celebrate yet yes I have I've had two hang two hangovers since so I've done, okay. I've done a good job <laughs> the mark of a good celebration yes exactly um, well, I love Houdini because it's such a fun, upbeat dance track. And you stated that Houdini is, quote, the beginning of a new chapter for you. What does that mean? Well, I think, uh, you know, I'm starting my, you know, the release for my new album. Feels like a fresh start. It's like a new chapter for me sonically and musically. And I don't know, I, I, I've put like my heart and soul into this record. And I just, I'm just so ready for it to be out into the world and, and just create like some new memories. Nice. Yeah, we're, we're happy to be part of these new memories for you. Um, well, we're going to break down the lyrics, obviously. So the lyrics say, which I'm assuming means ghosting, right? <laughs> well, yes, to a certain degree. 
Um, okay. I think it depends. Like some, some, sometimes you got a ghost, but I think a, a, my preferred way is just to like close the door. You're not a ghoster. You're just a slam the door shut. <laughs> no, I'm just more of like, I like to just end things properly. Of just, mm-hmm. you know, no, no point in like re- revisiting kind yeah. of thing. You're classier than me. I wish I could do that. Are you a ghoster? <laughs> Uh, I'm not a ghoster, but I'm very bad at slamming the door shut. Like I'm the one that like kind of opens the door and I'm like, uh, am I sure? Am I sure? I think it's good for people to know where they stand. I think that's just more the thing. I think it's so much better than having the awkward encounter where you bump into them again and they're like, oh, you never responded to my message. And you're like, right. So... (laughs) Yeah, no, you're right. I'm, I'm going to take a page from your book. Um, well, speaking speaking of Houdini, obviously one of the best mu- uh, magicians, I saw this really funny video of you, Bella Hadid, and Emrata watching magician David Blaine eat glass. And I was dying at the expression of your face because yeah. you were just like, I mean, what was going through your mind as that was happening? That That's not even a magic trick. He's just <laughs> eating glass. Like, I think I was just so, like, taken back by what was happening. That was what was, like, going through my mind. It definitely had the shock factor, but I don't know. Call, call, call me boring. I like a good old-fashioned card trick. <laughs> okay, what's the best magic trick you've seen? Um, I don't know. I, I, like, I don't even know how they do these tricks, but one time, like, somebody made me write my name in a, in a little, like, um, card, folded it, I literally put the card between my teeth. Then this guy uh, did like the magic trick. Then he signed the card, put it in between his teeth. And then he just said, look at me, look at me. And then he goes, take out the card and look at it. And he, and it was the one that he had signed. That was like, and I, I just, I have no idea how he did that or how that even happened, but I definitely got tricked. The transition from pop star to movie star seems like a natural one, with many artists remarking that those emotions come from the same place. Whether you are performing on a stage to thousands of people or on a movie set in front of a camera. We saw Dua pop up as a mermaid this summer in Barbie, one of the most successful movies of all time. Bye Barbie, good luck in reality. And now Dua is back with a much bigger role in the spy thriller Argyle opposite former Superman star, Henry Cavill. I certainly hope you dance as well as you dress. There's only one way to find out. So what was it like working with Henry? Oh, it was it was lovely. He, he was just so great and so easy to work with him. Um, made me feel super comfortable. It was my first time doing anything like that. And um, it was great. Everyone was on set was lovely. Working with Matthew Vaughn, the director, he was just he, he was just incredible. I feel like he really held my hand through the whole experience and um yeah, was was just so like generous with his advice and you know with with the direction and stuff. So I just had such an such an amazing time. I loved it. Nice. Did Henry make you feel comfortable? I know this is like a, a new venture for you doing like big big roles. Definitely, definitely. And you know, there was like moments where I just had to dance alone and it, it, there was just like I don't know, uh, just like a real comfort there which was nice nice and you know we've seen like the successful crossover from pop star to serious actress with you know acts like lady gaga is that kind of a career you would love to emulate like in terms of acting uh not something that i've thought about that that deeply you know music is mm-hmm. is my number one the i i'm yeah. so grateful for for the experience that matthew has given me and it's definitely given me you know the idea, you know, because I love the experience of being on, on, on set, but 
you know, it's kind of like maybe it's something that I, I would like to do, but I'm very much a, a kind of I need to go into practice and training and that kind of thing before mm. um, I go into something deeper, but we'll, we'll see. With no tour or album release date in sight, just as of yet, her previous tour was hailed as one of the most successful by her homeland in the UK, alongside her peers, Harry Styles and Ed Sheeran. Um, you know, British news outlets are applauding you, Harry Styles and Ed Sheeran, for the success of your tours, and they've labeled you the three most successful in the UK. And, you know, I feel like there's only a few people in the world that even operate the level that you operate. Um, when I interviewed Adele, she said she said something similar to that, and she said that she sends unreleased music to Drake, and she'll even sometimes just ask him for advice. We always, yeah, we always talk about work stuff and, you know, get each other's opinions on it and stuff like that, and it's um, it's one of the reasons I love being friends with him is because being able to like have access to someone that really does know you know a lot of what it's like sort of you know to be you and, and stuff like that and he's also very like he decides everything and it, it can be quite daunting sometimes to be you know make sure that you're across all of that stuff and everything like that so um yes we definitely have confided in each other over like um well I've certainly confided in him about like how I want to do things do I think it's possible like you know with the way that the world is right now but he's great he's absolutely great are there any artists that you do that with? Um, you know, I, I actually play a lot of my music just to my friends and family. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, when I play my music to people who's, who, I don't know, who I really respect or look up to, um, then I hear my songs with different, you know, in a different perspective. So mm -hmm. it helps me change it by, yeah, I don't have someone in particular that I would send my songs to in that in that sense do you have a favorite song of yours that you like to perform live uh i love performing pretty please why is it that one specifically that you love to perform i don't know i just i think you know i i love the way it makes me feel and i love dancing to it i love singing it I love, um, yeah, just, it's just fun, fun, fun. While we all know Dua to be an immensely talented artist, she is also smart about the business side of her career, recently buying back the rights to her publishing, a move we have seen more and more artists do to maintain more control over their creative property. Okay, last, last question before you, I let you go. Um, the music charts aren't the only place that you're making your mark. You recently bought back the rights to your publishing catalog, which I think is a testament to your business acumen. Uh, what, what prompted that? I, I just, I always wanted to own my music. Um, just, I don't know, it's, it's my life's work and I feel like I just wanted to be in control of how that music was being used. I also feel like, you know, a lot of, young artists should really kind of look into the business side of things as well. I think it's, it's super important. And, um, now I get to have, you know, my publishing under my own company, uh, radical 22, which is like my publishing and, and production company and all new things that I, I want to work on as well. So it feels good to just have it all, all in one place. Nice. I love that. It's radical 22. 22 is my lucky number. That's so. my lucky number too. <laughs> Is it? Nice. Okay. Good number. 
All right. Well, on that note, I'm going to let you go, Dua. Congratulations on Thank all of you. your success, especially all of this amazing, you know, uh, around uh, Houdini and your Grammy noms. Um, definitely you. keeping a close eye on your career. You're killing it. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. Okay. Bye, Dua. Bye. see more of this conversation, search Spell Podcast on all social networks and be sure to subscribe and follow. Plus, sign up at spoutpodcast.com to win tickets, merch, or even the chance to meet our guests. This episode of the Spout Podcast is presented by Alpha Media, written and narrated by Tamara Dia, produced by Mark Long, and created by Phil Becker. Spout. <laughs>